are live. We're live, Casey. We're live. We're live. Welcome to the Meltdown Show. Welcome. (laughs) Aggies win. Aggies win. And tonight, things are going to get ugly. (laughs) Ugly. So ugly. It's going to be awesome. Three fingers ugly. Welcome. Victory Scotch, Casey. Victory Scotch. And you know what? On a night like tonight, we bust out Lagavulin Distillers Edition. We ain't oh. messing around. Woo! I had some Balvenie uh, American Oak. It is, uh, it is a fine pour. It is not Lagavulin, but it'll get the job done. <laughs> it will get the do- job right. done. Now, listen, you know we can't we can't go too hard because you know on nights like tonight, ah, excuse me, that's going to call for some late night twenty four seven text mix too. So. <laughs> Oh, I have man. a feeling it might be extra late for us. Are you driving? Because mm, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm because good. I, to be honest, I had some. Uh, I had a oh. few drinks prior to Victory Scotch. Maybe just just to keep me going throughout the game. So yeah, well, I had to uh, not drive. I had to I had to drink. A little bit of bourbon earlier just to keep it down here because things were getting pretty hairy there for a while. Um, man, congrats to uh, all of Texas A&M alumni, the 12th man, the football team, of course. Uh, Kyle Field was rocking, and A&M uh, made some history tonight. Absolutely did. Uh, we're going to talk plenty about the game, but there were some huge milestones tonight. Jimbo Fisher, on his birthday, on his birthday, okay, took down Nick Saban, the first former Saban assistant. Whose birthday was it? Wait, what? Did I miss that? It was Jimbo Fisher's birthday. It was Jimbo Fisher's birthday, and he beat his ass while he was there. How many times did we hear about that before the game was over? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. We uh, did, didn't we? You know what? That that gives me inspiration for a tweet, and I'm sorry, but the show's just not going to flow that great tonight because yeah, who we're man in the Twitter cares? handles? Yeah, uh, <laughs> man. Hey, come one, come all. Get out there, hit up Twitter, have some fun. Yeah, because uh, your Aggies just took down the number one team in the country and uh, winning 41 to 38 on a set small field goal as time expired. And wow, what a way for a game to go. Uh, man, this this was the game that we all thought we were going to get for the last eight, nine months. This was the game that got talked about. And, this you know, is why it we was had a CBS for. night game, right? Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. And why and, we were excited for that, that we would finally get them in our house at night and be able to let the 12th man bring it. And then for the last few weeks, you've just thought, doesn't even matter. But it mattered tonight. That was it fantastic. It did matter tonight. And, you know, look, I'll start off right right away. I had somebody uh, hit me up with a text around halftime and said, oh, my gosh, are you, you know, you going crazy. Are you losing your mind? And I, this is honestly what I replied with. I said, nothing about this surprises me except for one thing, and that that's Zach Calzada. Zach Calzada showed up tonight at least for 60% of the game. <laughs> okay. For 60% of the game. 
but yes. yeah, and 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 I even uh, you know I think I tweeted it. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, someone's asking like, "What the hell's going on?" And it's like, look, if you were listening to our show, we told you last week that there were some really good signs against Mississippi there State were. about this offensive line. And I told a friend of mine last night, uh, and really any. Aggie friend of mine that uh, would listen to my stupid opinions that, hey, I think we actually will uh, get some decent O-line play this week and might run the ball okay against Alabama. I was like, it's not going to matter because right. I didn't think we were going to get very good play from our quarterback. But what the hell? Man, I- you know, and look, he we, we, uh, we got to give some credit where credit is due, too, because I did think early on Jimbo put him in a great spot and yep. called a great game in the first half. Uh, and Zach was able to make some throws. Uh, and then we went through a really rough patch, start the third and half the fourth. But by God, when he got the last chance to do it, he did it. And that has got to be some sweet redemption for a kid who's just been through He's hell. Been through hell. And taking, yeah, taking the brunt of the blame for the Aggies uh, not being able to win those games. Justifiable criticism. Right? So, buddy. But yes, yes, you're right. Enjoy the evening, Zach Calzada. Enjoy uh, a long night out, man. Hell yeah. And I hope you get to go out and party with the 12th man. And, you know, he got out there this week and he, he passed out food to all those students standing in line. Uh, he faced the music, and man, I'm happy for the kid. I really, really am. Um, gosh, man, I'll drink. I'm gonna a toast to Zach Calzada. Yeah. Cheers. And I even think on our some of our text messages, some asshole may have said that uh, at some point in the third quarter that that Zach might be regressing to the mean. But uh, <laughs> screw that guy. I don't know who that. Oh, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. It was- that, was that's you. me. Yeah, me. Was I was you. that asshole. Um, but yeah. you know what? You were right. <laughs> I, yeah. But hey, look, maybe as the season goes on, we regress to the mean less and less. Like that's how players evolve. That's how they get better as the season goes on when they are thrown into the fire uh, in the middle of the season. So I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, know how much but... we want to even talk about the nuts and bolts of this game. I don't know if anybody noticed, but um, Jameer Johnson went out pretty early. We had a lot of uh, trainer in. That meant Kenyon Green moved out to left tackle. And th- I think that had something to do with the offense not clicking as well in the third quarter. But, man, who the it, hell cares? They figured no, it out. No, you're right. It, it, they really struggled from that point. And, I, look, I'll give Alabama credit too. I thought they made some really nice adjustments in the second half because what they decided was we're just we're going to stop your run game. We're going to make Zach Calzada beat us. And I think mean, you know, like we already covered, you know, he it was the right move. It allowed them to get back in the football oh, yeah. game. And uh, boy, so many huge plays though. So many momentum shifts in that second half. Holy cow! The blocked punt for a touchdown that Alabama got. And then 15 <laughs> seconds later, the fastest man in the world, as far as I'm concerned, is jogging from the 50 yard line into yeah, the end zone. Basically, could have moonwalked uh, 
through that hole and down the sideline. Like, it, how fast can Devon Chain actually run? Do we know? I, nobody knows. We don't know. He wasn't running full speed. No. Okay, he and he was jogging. still pulling away. Still pulling away. It's crazy. And it, oh, man. That was just such a massive play. Had to have it. Had to have it. Had to get that momentum back and tell Bama, you know, hey, we're not going anywhere. Right. We're not going to fold. Man, look, I mean, okay. So, I think if you're watching that game, we're all filled with this, like, looming sense of just, like, it's going to collapse eventually, right? Yes. It's not sustainable. Um, And then they came out in the second half. Sure, we got to stop. And then we biffed that stop away immediately. It wasn't looking good. Um, And then the blocked punt happened. And I think... I think that probably let the air out of all the Aggies that were still holding out hope immediately, right? And then a chain immediately flips that momentum back in our favor. And you, from there, you're like, and I'm imagining conversations in my head with like Texas fans or whatever. Like, you guys never really thought you were going to win, did you? And me being like, well, not really, but until maybe when a chain did that. Yes. Um, but. I'm my mind is still blown by this game because Alabama took the lead. Like they did. I, I still can't quite believe that. Like you had to think it was over when they took a full touchdown lead, right? Yeah. No, on, on, absolutely. A, on, a, on a play where there was a very clear uh illegal procedure and then just I mean Man. I I don't even know how much uh, I want to go off on officiating tonight, but oh my good God. God. It was so bad. But I, it was I don't bad. know. How the hell how the hell did that happen after Alabama that team took the lead with that guy at quarterback that you would have thought every ounce of confidence he had in his body was gone after last week. I don't oh. know how to process what happened tonight. Not, not just not just that, Casey. Okay. His confidence had to have been pretty much shot just from the last couple of possessions. Yeah. I mean, the guy was right. missing. He was yeah. missing. And then and then when he finally made a throw, you know, uh, the All-American tight end didn't pull it down. Right. Whatever. Yep. Okay. Made, look, 85 had a good game. He had a good game. That was bad. Well, started and good, ended good. Started good, ended good. So, Zach Calzada had no reason, uh, especially after going in the injury tent, which he did, coming back out and doing anything. And he did. That was unbelievable for him to be able to go pull off, not just throws. Hang on, folks. Okay? There are a few of you watching. Thank you. Are there? Okay. Okay? Not just throws. Give us some comments. Had a a big run. Huge first down. Oh, on a... I kept I kept expecting his knee to just like shatter yeah. while he's running. I was like, what just totally give out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then look, the biggest throw of the night, um, one that I thought for a second had cost him his season. Uh you know, the corner post to Anias for the touchdown. A throw that he has missed several times. Several times. Now he hit, you know, he hit one last week 
uh, to 85 down close to the end zone, but yeah. he's missed that throw a bunch. And, uh, you know, we even commented on it. I commented on it earlier in the game. There was a huge, huge third down in which uh, I believe it was DeMond Demas on the left side ran a similar route. And, um, but he got it. He got that one. And Anais yeah. made the catch too, because you're always worried that, you know, five foot two Anais is not going right. to get that. Yeah. Well, because he didn't catch the other one down the sideline on the heave yeah. when he's scrambling because he's five foot two and it hit his finger and whatever. But, uh, yeah, and I don't know if I I might take issue with that being the throw of the night because, I I mean, it was a touchdown. It was the the touchdown to tie it. So, yeah, you're, you're probably right. But after that and after he goes in the medical tent, I almost think the throw was it a third down throw to Anias um, that really got us got in the field goal range. going in an in, into in field goal range. I think maybe that one was bigger. The throw to Weidemeyer that caught us pass interference, which I, I have to say, bold play call by um, by Jimbo to to even throw the ball in that situation, right? Like, you know, they're selling out on the run. Let's take the risk. Let's try and catch them. Let's maybe get a touchdown, not rely on our kicker. Uh, and then I thought that was a really good throw. Uh, and we got the pass interference. I see our my, my brother-in-law is telling me that Weidemeyer sold the hell out of that pass interference call. Uh, bullshit. That was as yeah. easy as a pass That's- interference call. Uh, that yeah. you can make. I mean, the dude's six foot five. He's coming back for the ball. Like the ball is floating for a reason. He's throwing that ball yeah. high for a reason. Like that's pass interference, man. That ball was going to get to him. So yeah, no, I look, I mean, the, the soccer ref at uh, the four year old soccer game this morning could have made that pass <laughs> interference call. Okay. Oh man. It was yeah. uh pretty blatant. And yeah, uh, it was ironic that that play ever happened, considering how many other calls were blown uh, right. earlier in the fourth quarter, especially. Uh, welcome home, ladies. Oh, welcome no. to the postgame show. Oh. Beat the hell out of Alabama. Whoop. All right. The and crowd is growing. not care. Okay. Don't the party care. is just getting started. Here at the Meltdown underscore Dark Side House. Oh. <clears throat> follow them on Twitter. Yeah, you should follow them. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Anyway. They've got some interesting things going on. Anyway, yeah. Ags win. Offense. Did just enough to get it done tonight. Uh, <laughs> defense did just enough to get it done. Gave up some plays, which you're going to do. Right? And give us some points. Against yes. South freaking Bama? Alabama, yes. Yeah. But, wow, what a defensive stand they made when to, after we tied the game. After we tied it 38 Yes. Because yes. you're sitting there going, they're going to go down and hit a field goal. Uh, oh, absolutely. They're going to go hit a field goal. That's all they need. They need a field goal to win. They'll get it. There's going to be some stupid call. It's It's, you know, Bryce Young and whatever, man. And they freaking stopped them. They got it done. I was shocked. I, I was honestly blown away by that defensive effort at the end. And they were gassed. Make no mistake. They played 
a ton of football in the second half because the offense wasn't going anywhere for most of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they made the plays, dude. And look, you know, there were some errant throws. Let's not kid ourselves. There were some drop passes too. But yeah. you know what? When you get pressure all night. Exactly. And and I know Bryce Young made a lot of great throws, made a lot of great throws under pressure, but the pressure was there, and it was there constantly. Um, it didn't quite get home all the time, but that stuff matters. It takes its toll over the course of four quarters. And, you know, the 12th man, like all of that combined, you know, yeah, there's some drops, whatever, but hey, that's football. That's that's why you that's why you try to get pressure all the time. It's just the way it goes. So, yeah, um, and you know what? I mean, Aggies got home early, yeah. uh, several times in the first half, and you know one of the biggest frustrations in the game for me was watching our guys continue to put pressure, but Bama just resulted to just grabbing hold of dudes, just flat out grabbing hold of them on the edge, and got away with it. And I was, you know, that was one of the things I was just losing my mind. Got away with it uh, on the offensive line. Got away with it in the wide receiver core. Yes. I mean, as much as they wanted, they could, they could, yeah, whatever. Man, we got an incoming God. question on the chat, Casey. Uh-huh. A gentleman named Brendan Malloy is asking, what was final time of possession? I dear saw Brendan, that question, and to dear that, Brendan, I say, who cares? I'm sorry. Well, I'll follow up with another another statement. Dear Brendan, go find out your own stat and report it back in the chat. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. We're kind of busy, man. Yeah. We're kind of busy. We've got go do your own scotch. homework. Yeah. Oh, now he did follow up with some sack totals. So, oh. you know, maybe he's trying to make up for it. We appreciate you, sir, on that Four regard. sacks. Four sacks of Bryce Young to zero oh, Zach Alzada. Which oh, is pretty shocking, Casey. to be honest, because Zach is been holding on to the ball a lot the last couple of weeks. So, yes. I don't know. And I and honestly, yeah, I was man. waiting for that the whole time. I was waiting mm-hmm. that the entire second half, even on the last possession, he's going to hold on to the ball too long. He's going to get sacked. It's going to kill us. But he didn't. Well, one. No. In fact, the he held on to line, the ball. Sorry. Well, the offensive line held those guys off. Right. And when they didn't, I think he made the exact right decisions tonight on when to run and when not to run. I think you're right. He yeah. absolutely did. Sometimes you yeah. have that night. I don't know. Hey, we should have, we should we should have a toast to Zach Calzada. Another one? Yes. You have some catching up to do. Dude, look. I had I had quite a bit Quite a bit of TX okay. on the way through that second half. All right, but it is what it is. I got to get not, nice and relaxed here. I'm just just happy as a clown, dude. We're not what a great day. Thirty tomorrow. What a great day of college football. What a great day in wow. college football. I don't know. I yeah. Do you, do we want to go there yet, man? Because, I, I, look, talk about low hanging fruit. Uh, yeah, right. Low hanging fruit, time. dude. We've got Let's a give lot it a little time. Because I, I want to, I do want to tell the listeners something, and this is chaos, and I love it. I want to tell the listeners, listeners. Both the ones who are jump, listen, dude. We got eleven Very concurrent viewers, bro. Eleven—that's okay. a record. Hey, by the way, 
Thank you to everybody out there who watched last week. It was by far and away our most watched video. You guys were so pissed after Mississippi State that you stayed with us for like 15 minutes. Almost yeah. all of you. That's incredible. I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. All right. But here, I want I want people to understand something. Okay. Yeah, Brendan. Jeez. Thank you. I'm not repeating that statistic. But I want the well, fans and alumni to, to know something. Tonight at Kyle Field, you had the best collection of recruiting talent to ever step on our campus for a football game. Okay. The talent from all over the country that had planned to be at this football game was unbelievable. And for uh, and look, we've had big weekends before, and it hasn't worked out. And we have Clemson, lost all of them. It seems like we've lost them all. But we won this one, and Kyle Field was going absolutely bananas. And if you don't think that doesn't matter, you've lost your mind. That is going to pay off. And those guys, this is the kind of talent, okay? We're talking five stars across the board that they're not going to make a decision tonight. Okay, they're not going to announce anything tonight or in the next couple of weeks. But man, come December and January when they do make their decisions, tonight mattered. They're going to remember a, this. They will remember it. They will remember that atmosphere. They even showed them early in the game when we went up two scores. There was a whole row of them with their phones out, just having <laughs> a blast, videoing, you know, panning around to the crowd, just loving every second of it. And you think Jimbo Kent can close – on an eight and four season, my God, dude, when you go take down something like this, mm-hmm. that dude is going to do some work, some work. Which brings me back to the question we asked last week to all of the sky is falling Aggies out there, right? Yes. And to be fair, we both expected to lose this game. I think pretty much every we Aggie expected to lose this game. And, and we were not going to panic if we did. No. Uh, but I asked the question last week, would you like to trade places with Mississippi State Oof. after after the friggin' idiots out there saying all of this, nine and a half million a year to be no better than Mississippi State? You want to trade places with them right now? No. No. No, I don't. No. I don't want to trade places with them. I don't want to trade places with Kentucky. I don't want to trade places with Florida, Clemson, Ohio State, no. any of them. Any of them. Okay. Because and it didn't, Jimbo is not matter. here to make us better than Mississippi State. Now, I understand your frustration. We should have won that game last week, okay? But that's not why we hired him. We hired him to be better than this program, the program we played tonight. And that takes yes. years of sustained yes. recruiting success at a very high level, at a top five level. And it you're does. not going to get there if you don't do that. It I'm does, surprised man. anyone to have won this game, okay? But the reality yeah. is, you hired that guy to do that. He is one of the best coaches in college football, and he proved it tonight. And regardless of what happens from here on out, because I think there's still some questions about Calzada um, and Haynes King and, and, and all of this, but regardless of what happens for the rest of the season, you have to believe at this point, that this guy is special and that what he's building here is special. And he, and the reason we gave him a 10-year contract four years ago and again a few weeks ago is because 
It takes time to get your program to the level of Alabama. And it's going to continue to take time. And we took a huge step towards that tonight. Um, like you said, the collection of talent in the stands that just witnessed what we all just witnessed is incredible. And uh, the future is bright regardless. So whatever. Screw yes. you, all of you, talking to me about not beating Mississippi State. Get it. You want Mike Leach right now? No, you don't. Anyway. No. You don't. And look, I sat and I watched Georgia today. I watched Georgia, who will be the number one team in the country uh, come tomorrow afternoon. Yes, and you know will. what? Kirby Kirby Smart is doing the exact same thing that Jimbo Fisher is doing, and he's a exactly. couple of years ahead. He's a couple of years ahead. He's and three he's or four years ahead. Three or four years, and he's climbing that mountain. Right. Okay? And he's built it through recruiting. He's built it through putting all the resources and programs in place. And he's built it by not panicking when things go bad. Right. Okay. And pulling the plug on who he is and what he does. And people, Jimbo Fisher is going to do the exact same thing. We sat here and we told you that a couple weeks ago. We told you that after every loss. All right. We said, don't panic. It's not about where this team with a new quarterback and two true freshmen on the line and two receivers down, and a bunch of starters even on defense out. It's not about where they are right now in this Arkansas game. It's not about where they are in that Mississippi State game. It's about where that football team is going to be at the end of the year and into next year. All right? You had all the reason in the world to be hyped about a top five ranking going into the season or number six or whatever it was based on the guys that we had coming. Well, guess what? Got to week two, and they weren't there. Okay, a lot of them weren't there. Don't panic. We said three things. Okay, maybe two. Get healthy. Get better. Get this football team to November and be the football team that you wanted to be. Right? They are getting there. They're going to get there. You know how I know they're going to go get there because I know who the head football coach is, and he has a track record of doing it with every football team that he's had. Every single one. And he one. just beat number one Alabama. Yes. Yes. What the hell? Mm. The first Fart. former oh. Saban assistant to beat Nick Saban did first it one. with that offensive line and that quarterback. What the hell? Mm, 24 assistant versus Saban matchups. 0 and 24. Now 1 and 24. I'm so happy to see so many of you jumping on with us tonight. Welcome to the Meltdown postgame show. A&M beats number one Alabama 41 to 38. And yes, we're we're pretty deep into some victory scotch. And that's the way it should be, folks. Hope you're having fun out there tonight. Casey. Casey. 20 years. Get it to 20 years right now. 20 years, 10 million. 20 years. 200 million dollars. 200 million. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna send in a check tonight. Oh God. Uh probably not. Got a lot of tuition due for the spring. I will semester. not be sending a check. <laughs> I'm planning addition. That's right. You're, you're, gonna build, you're, you're sending money to Duke. You're gonna build a game room. Oh, I got a game room. You got a game room. Got to get me a, one of those. That's a joke for three people. Three people, but it one of them in the chat. We just beat Alabama. Yeah, at That's least right. one of them's in the chat. 
Uh, oh, this is my wife might be watching right now. I hope not. I I hope nobody that we know is watching. <laughs> to be honest, uh, welcome all of you who don't know us and you know uh, have no uh, say so in uh, uh, my living, my whatever you want to call it, my livelihood. Now we're keeping it real, folks. Um, having a fun time. I do want to comment on this. The scene at Kyle Field after the game was. Awesome. It was beautiful. Sawing them off. Looked like there was about 40,000 students on the field. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I just yes. noticed that my wife oh. is watching. Uh-oh. She commented Ms. Meltdown. on the... Uh, Ms. Meltdown Mrs. is here. Mrs. Meltdown is here. So, um, uh, yes. That's we got, it. The uh, show's over. You're doing the show solo now. We've got several folks on tonight actually throwing some comments out. So, Will, thanks. Glad you uh, glad glad you stuck it out with the team. Congratulations, sir. Way to hang in there. Uh, we Somebody laughing about, you know, the calls to fire Fisher two weeks ago. I don't think I ever saw any calls to fire Fisher. I did see a bunch of, he needs an offensive coordinator. His offensive system is antiquated. Blah, blah, blah. No. No. Okay. Hey, he likes to find it out in a phone booth. Let's go. You go. go I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, go. you turn it over to me, but you tweeted. Well, you picked up on something that Fisher said in his press conference this week. Yeah. Um, uh, that's very important. It's very important, not just tonight, but going forward and for all Aggies everywhere. Uh, Fisher said something in his press conference or the, the Rudy's whatever coaches show that this offense has an answer for everything. Yes. And that is a hundred percent true. You go for it. I will. So Jimbo did call that out. And in there, in the, look, the reason that he's saying that is because he knows that his quarterback was struggling with running the offense. And we saw that man, you go back and look at the last two football games. And you can grab screenshot after screenshot of Calzada struggling to make the right throw or just throw the ball, period, to open guys. There's options there. There are throws to be made in his line of sight. And he wasn't pulling the trigger or, even worse, was pulling the trigger to the wrong guy. And I think Fisher was really frustrated. We've seen this before. We saw it with Mond as he was growing. This is a tough system to learn. Because there is an answer for everything that the defense throws at you if you're willing to stand in the pocket and make the read and make the throws. And so, look, and I mean, in some ways, he's saying, or he was addressing the criticism that this isn't an offense uh, that can survive in the modern era of college football. And that is bull crap. It is an offense that is built to compete with the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world. Okay. It is not an offense designed to win seven or eight games by spreading it out and beating bad teams. And every once in a while, beating really good uh, defenses on a bad day. That's Would not you like what to this be is. Mississippi state? You want to be in Mississippi oh, state? No. Okay. Please keep going. This I'm offense, sorry. I'm very drunk. This offense is meant to, to operate at an efficient level, you fight it out in a phone booth, and you hit the plays that the defense gives you. And tonight, look, 
That happened more than it's happened in the last couple of weeks. Okay? It still didn't happen at a high level. He's gonna. He, he took a step. Now, I don't know what the next step looks like, but I'm tired of the criticism because every time you go back and you watch the film, when the when the offense is put in the right formation at the line of scrimmage based on what the defense is giving you, there are plays to be made. They are there. Got to make them. And I, I think the criticism is, criticism is invalid, period. And I just want to I want to recognize uh, one of the listeners tonight, self-declared FSU fan, watched the dynasty uh, from uh, Bowden all the way up through Jimbo. You know, it looks like this gentleman is a fan of Jimbo Fisher, so he's paying close attention to what's going on there. Those folks out there know. They know. They know what this thing's capable of, mm-hmm. okay? Because they ain't getting it now. No. Ain't getting it now. So Did appreciate you. Did they win today? Sir. Did they win? I'm assuming they won. Congratulations uh, on getting to two and four. I thought you might go one and five and Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. That's pretty big. That's pretty big time to get a couple of wins because it was yeah. not looking good. Hey, Nick Foreman, thank you for calling out Spiller's cut on the on one of the runs. He was uh we should talk about Isaiah Spiller. We've talked about him every week. He's our best player right now. He's our best player on offense. And tonight he was Whew, he was awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted by one of uh, our friend Brendan's comments. Duke Silver on Texags called it. Don't know what the hell you're talking about, Brendan. Anyway, I know who Duke Silver either. is, but I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Anyway. Uh, Duke Silver was the guy on Texas' defense who was on the field on the last play uh, of the game when OU – needing three yards to set up the game-winning field goal, ran untouched into the end zone, 33 instead. That So that play just came up on my TV. It was beautiful. That, Casey, in the business, that's, you know, we that's call me. that a nice segue. Okay? Call that a segue. Because, look, as an Jesus. A&M fan, as an A&M fan, okay, there are very, very rare days that occur when – your arch rival spits the bit. Hold on. No, 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 no. Because I want to go back to, I don't know, let's say noon. Let's go back to noon today. Ladies and gentlemen, he's had a lot to drink. Noon noon today. Noon let's central? Let's go back to noon today. Yeah, central time. Okay. I think most of the fan is in central time. So I let's go like back. One of my tweets are about to get called out. Go for oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No. Keep well, rolling. That's that's a good point, but yeah, let's bring that up. Let's go back to about noon today, and not only how were you Aggies feeling when the Texas Longhorns were up twenty-eight to seven on Oklahoma, folks. That's and three you scores. We're waiting for seven p.m. tonight, or maybe you weren't waiting. Maybe you were saying, "I'm not sure I even want to watch that." Because I was kind of feeling that way a little bit. Let's go back. Texas is up 28-7. to How do you feel? Do you feel like Texas is back? Do you feel like there's a huge momentum shift that's about to happen today? Because all those players on campus. All those players are on campus are about to watch watch Alabama boat race us. 
seven hours from now, as Texas is getting ready to boat race the Oklahoma Sooners. And then Let's, it all fell yeah, apart. Just put yourself in that mindset of, of noon today. And then, and then, and then God breathed upon the cotton bowl. Thank you, Jesus. And magical Jesus. things happened. Magical things happened. Uh, beautiful. It was beautiful. And you at least thought, oh my God, that was amazing. Uh, let's bring up your tweet because because your tweet stands regardless of what happened. It did. I agree with that. Your, your tweet I agree stands. With that. I, I Because you said it and I immediately looked and I pulled up the game to see what was happening. And I was like, man, that's right. Oklahoma somehow is still ranked sixth in the country, according to ESPN. Based on what? Based on what Oklahoma's a they're not a bad football team, but they, ain't they great. weren't a great football team. They weren't a top. They ain't even team. good. Right. The teams they've beaten by not that much is not an impressive list. And look, I understand. Okay, fine. They were still undefeated. I would like to have been undefeated at noon today. Right. I would like to have beaten Arkansas and Mississippi State and all of that. Point taken, but but okay, AM was unranked going in today. Oklahoma's ranked six. So let's talk about whether or not they should have been ranked six. They shouldn't have been. And you pointed that out on Twitter in a very succinct fashion. And oh my God, Texas was up 28 to 7 on that very mediocre football team. Yes. Or borderline top 25 football team, let's call it that, with Spencer Rattler at the helm. And they not only did they lose, like you know, all those Texas fans were sitting in the stands going, Oh my god, this is amazing. We're about to boat race top 10 Oklahoma, number six Oklahoma. We're back. Sark is the guy. Sark's the guy that's gonna get it done. And AM's so about happy. to lose by four or five touchdowns tonight, right? There were so many OU surrender cobras. <laughs> so many surrender cobras in the first quarter of that football game. Um and just the fact that Oklahoma made it close was amazing. That was the Sunday on my Saturday. And the fact that they won in the way that they won was the cherry on top. And nothing that happened tonight was going to make me not smile about that. No, it couldn't. And every data point that has rolled in over the last couple of weeks points to the fact that OU sucks. And now Texas sucks even more. So much okay. more? Yeah. Because they gave up 300-plus rushing yards again for the second time this season. Okay? What are they going to do in this league? What are they going to do? They've got to be crapping themselves after today. And, you know, let, wow. It was beautiful. It was just absolutely beautiful. And so listen, Aggies, 12th man. Again, these days don't come along all that often because you saw Texas spit the bit, okay, and, and, and suffer an epic collapse. And then you're going, hmm, football Jesus. He doesn't he doesn't let the light shine on AM uh, twice in one day. Okay. And uh, but you know what? And then 
So, hey, some fantastic comments coming in through the fantastic. chat. Fantastic. Uh, these are great. Although, here's one that I, I do disagree with. Okay. I hope uh, it's the same one. Somebody pointed out that Hill, Allen, Knight, Mon never came close to playing like Zach did against Bama. No. Mm. False. Okay. Uh, Trevor Knight played all right against Alabama. I would I would actually argue, yeah. I think uh, Kellen Mond um, played a hell of a football game against Alabama uh, in his career at least once. I argue almost even twice. Yeah. Uh, didn't get a hell of a lot of help, but I will tell you, I would have. <sighs> tough one. Tough. <laughs> but, damn. Wow. Well, Abby, we're really sorry. Really sorry that it was such a rough day for you. Uh, there is a Texas fan who evidently is listening in the background as her Aggie husband uh, is probably doing some sort of naked dance around the house. Sorry, Abby. It's going to be rough. Uh, Abby, Still let me tell you. you something. He is 100% unsorry. He is the opposite of sorry. It's true. And, uh, and so am I. So, yeah. look, I'm sorry, Nick. I, I, uh, I'm I, sorry that you married a Longhorn to our buddy Nick. I'm, you know, she's all right. She is. She's okay for a Longhorn. She is. I'm, she I'm, is she's okay. Cool. She's cool. I love you, Abby. But, uh, but, I, but let's, hey, a toast to Abby's misery tonight. Okay. Cheers, Abby. Cheers. Oh, because I did see some tweets today from Aggie. Oh, I bet you saw talking about how they how they felt sorry for their uh, Longhorn brethren. And you know what? I felt nothing. Nothing. Oh, I felt nothing many at things. all. But no. uh, but sympathy was not one of those things. It was not even no close. no sympathy. Yeah. Sympathy nor empathy, none of that. I actually had a Longhorn fan invite me to that football game today. Okay, good seats. So I got an extra. If you ever wanted to see it, and I and I, I said not only no, but hell no. The only thing I cheer for in the Red River rivalry is um, E. coli in the nachos. Oh, okay. There's <laughs> diarrhea throughout the stadium. Okay, and stopped up plumbing. That's all I cheer for in that football game. Okay, and. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Texas Aggies, 41, Alabama, 38. Stop hey. toasting, please. <sighs> I'm not going to yeah. make it. You got to sip, man. You just got to sip. Okay? Stop chugging. Well, well, that ship sailed Gosh. 30 minutes ago, and it's bad. Look, it's one bad. of the greatest <laughs> memories I ever have of the postgame show, uh, and I don't even remember who we beat. Maybe you know, actually, you don't remember, all right? As we're sitting there, we're actually doing this show in person. Casey's sitting right next to me. And at one point, I look over, and he's got, he's got a double. He's got a pretty decent double poured in his glass, okay? And in one swig, that double is gone. And that show got rowdy. And in fact, he doesn't remember the second half of that show, okay? I do. And I also remember uh, the car ride home because uh, <laughs> somebody else had to drive him home. Yeah, somebody had to drive me home. Somebody who refuses uh, to ever do that again. No. So that is one of the went, best. She, 
she went to college all the way in North Carolina just to, yeah, she had to get away from things. She's so happy she's not in this house tonight. So happy. <laughs> the rest of the ladies are not so lucky. Uh, they actually cleared out for the entire football game, which was smart. Um, I do have to mention something. I I feel I don't I don't know if I get credit for the fast start and also credit for the near collapse, but I made a I made a conscious choice to not start this football game in front of the TV. I opted for the daughter's uh, musical performance, and I went dark. And I didn't even wear A and M gear. I did everything I could to somehow channel some sort of mojo uh, that did not involve me. Uh, sitting in front of the TV, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say I did things different. Okay, priorities, so, prior, uh, priorities. Yeah, I did sit in a parking lot, a not in a not so great part of town, and caught up on the entire first half uh, in my truck. So I felt like I made some kind of sacrifice tonight. Uh, I never changed shirts. This thing was only put on after the game. Okay. I did my part, folks. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. We got some great comments from our... Uh, Holy smokes, man. We even yeah. got FSU fans uh, three sheets to the wind Yeah, out there. They're celebrating. They're riding yeah. They're riding with us tonight. So I won't repeat great. his comment. You Hopefully you're no. following along. But, I mean, let's just say um, there are probably a lot of let's say uh mini meltdowns being created tonight. Ah, uh, it just showed some highlights again. Oh, I'm why don't this. I have a television in this room? I don't know. It's cause you don't have your game room yet. You need to get you a game room. <laughs> Someday we'll tell that story. Someday we'll tell not. that story. Well, you know, a teaser, the story relates to that right there. Those little signs. You can see those. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes directly relates anyway. but uh folks you're out in the chat what do you want us to talk about huh what shall we cover the rest of, shall we talk about gary danielson uh Daniel? oh gary gary you know, you know what? what you know what <laughs> <laughs> listen I, let me okay gary danielson Takes a lot of crap from the twelfth man, from AM alumni. Okay. Uh, but Gary Danielson absolutely loathed what AM was under Kevin Sumlin. He did. Yes. And he's, he, he said as much this week. And I said, just didn't believe in it. Didn't believe in what it was. And uh, a lot of criticism during those football games. Um, now, he's still annoying, right? Yes. He's annoying. But yep. he has uh, altered the way that he speaks about AM under Jimbo Fisher. He because he knows he <laughs> knows that AM is now got a coach that is gonna do what the Kirby Smarts and the Jimbo Fisher or the Nick Savings of the world are gonna do. So, you know, still annoying, sir, but tolerable. <laughs> tolerable. Hmm. <gasps> We have a specific request to talk about the rise and fall of communism in the late 19th century. Okay. Uh, given the house that that commenter lives in, I, you know, I'm not surprised by that suggestion. Anything but football right now. 
Well, uh, and plus, is communism really dead uh, in Austin, Texas? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like it's alive and well in the 40 acres these days. <laughs> plus, oh. I, you know, if we really want to... Oh, boy. Things are getting ugly on the chat, guys. What the Ooh. hell is delay of game on defense? And and we briefly mentioned the... It's a made-up penalty. The bullshit that was happening on behalf of SEC officiating tonight. Um, although I have to say... I'll give them credit for overturning two targeting penalties that went both ways that I think yeah, kind of off my maroon colored glasses. Yeah. I think the, the one on Damani that got overturned a hundred percent, the other one more so helmet to helmet, well, whatever, but the two disconcerting signals penalties on the defense the thing that shocked me about those was that they occurred at the second and third level of the defense, which I have never yes. seen before. Uh, I've seen it on the defensive line. It's a very gray area kind of penalty as far as what the defense is allowed to do. But um, that was bizarre. Bizarre as well, they show highlights. On not yes. Yes. And not only... The second and third level, but on a night where Alabama was using a silent count. Okay. And by, yeah. And by the way, it's loud when we're on defense. I don't know if y'all noticed, but the offense had trouble communicating. They have a plan for that. And when the offense is on the, when oh. Alabama's on the field and is having trouble communicating, our defense is on the field and has trouble communicating. And they have hand signals and ways to do that. I've never seen that called where a safety comes down and claps to talk to his guys and say, hey, we need to change the call, and you get a disconcerting signals call on that. That was Yeah, amazing. it's garbage. Absolutely garbage. This is the back judge running all the way in. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't make any sense, and um, yeah, there, was, there was a lot of that. There was a lot. There was a lot of that. Well... We beat doesn't matter Alabama because we, we beat, beat Alabama. We beat Alabama as I watch SEC now replay the kick oh, return of Devon Achain. Yes. Fastest man in the world. Fastest man in the world is gorgeous. It and was. You know what? Let me talk about Devon Achain for a minute because after a few weeks of watching him do his thing and be amazing and and all of that, uh, I have said on this show even. Last year, saying, you know what? I watched Devonna Chain's highlights from high school and said, okay, he looks a lot faster than everybody. The competition looks very much like whatever Arch Manning is playing against. We'll get there later. Like, like, okay, he's really fast and nobody else is. He scores a lot of touchdowns. All right. That's cool. I, I'm very glad he's coming to Texas A&M, but I didn't expect him to maintain his average yards per carry that he averaged in high school um, because that's just the way it goes when you go from high school to college and you're a great player. And somehow he has, but whatever. And I, a few weeks ago, I thought, I need to go back and re revisit those highlights and see what it is that I got wrong or what I missed. And I marveled at that guy's ability to throttle up and down 
at will, like it was nothing. Confuse yes. the hell out of defenders because he looks the same no matter how hard he's running. That that's what stuck out to me is that yes. you can't tell when he's throttling it up up and down on the speed. And so And has incredible was, balance within that yeah, throttle. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And we saw it tonight where he never even really hit top speed. I can't tell you how many times on that highlight reel of him in high school, he walked in, jogged in from like the 25-yard line. Yes. Which is ridiculous because the guy has this incredible knack to like, he's just going to run as fast as he needs to run. And he has this great sense of when there's nobody around, like you can't teach what he does. You can't teach a guy to throttle up and down the way he does, not just when he's alone and he's going to walk 25 yards into the end zone, but when there are three guys converging on him. And in the moment, in the split second, you have to uh, slow down a little bit and then recognize that they've changed their angle. And now if you speed up, they're toast and you run right through three guys and you're gone for a touchdown. He did that over and over and over again in his highlights. And he, you know, tonight it just it blew my mind that he's on his own 45 yard line and Jalen Preston is already signaling that he's gone. Like, that doesn't happen on kickoff returns. I hope you guys realize that in this day and age. That doesn't happen. There's always that, some kicker with an angle. Or there's always some that. kicker in an angle that's going to, like, he's going he's gonna to make you work nah. for it all the way to, like, the 20-yard line. And no, the 45-yard line, he's gone. And from the 25-yard line, he's coasting. Yes. That doesn't happen in college football. Pulling away from Alabama. Alabama. We weren't playing New Mexico tonight. Oh, okay. my goodness gracious. You know what? He, he looks digital. Okay? It looks like a video game when he's running with the football and doing it well. And it just doesn't make sense from a physical standpoint. Like, it doesn't – it messes with your mind. Yeah. Oh, man. Toast to Devon Chain. Mm, yes. How you doing over there? <laughs> Well, I'm toasting for water, if that tells you anything. Talking about coasting. Not for water. With water. With water. That's good, man, because we got an early start tomorrow. Okay? Picking you up at 8.30? How about 8.30? Uh, we'll make it. Yeah, whatever. Remember, we'll I live right. with two alarm clocks that uh, you can't yes. hit the snooze button on, so... For reals. Oh, they're still playing highlights. They're still playing highlights. The highlights are still going. Highlights. Highlights. Who was that? Was that Highlights. Who was that that caught that pass? I I think it was Uh, Chain. Yes. Was it Chain? Down the, yeah, between the seam and the the boundary. I don't know. Did I use that term correctly? I don't know either. He's double covered, but they're two trailing defenders. I have to give Zach a lot of props. That is an extremely hard throw to make a hard read to make. Well, okay. It's not, I don't know how hard the throw is to make, but I have to, uh, I made the comment live as it happened. Like there are only a few guys in the NFL that throw that football. It's hard to do because, Guys want to see a clean picture. They want to see a maroon jersey in front of them, and they want to throw to it. Uh, That's true in the NFL, and it's extremely true in college football. 
to see, okay, wait, read the leverage. Those two defenders who are chasing that guy are behind the play. They have their backs turned, and that means he has the steps, and I can make that throw. A guy like Aaron Rodgers has made a multi-million dollar career off of making throws like that. Uh, it's very, very annoying as a Cowboys fan. Um, but uh, that was amazing. You know what else is amazing? Shut up. That we, that we got a... <laughs> And we got a listener who uh, evidently is making threats of violence against you on Facebook and is getting blocked by Facebook. <laughs> All right. Guess who it is? It's the communist. It's the communist. Okay. So, you know, things must be going spectacular this evening. Absolutely spectacular. Oh, man. I need some food. I need some food to go on top of this scotchy scotch. It's a great idea. Mm. Better I don't know eat how something. We're make that happen. No, it's yeah. funny you say that because yeah, Abby's. Mad I'm gonna Uber the, the mile to your house. You can Uber. <laughs> you better show up with tacos. Oh, um, gosh, there's a Jack in a Box pretty close. Oh, uh, actually, there's not. Yeah. I know. You're, as soon as I you, said it, as I realized soon as you said it, you're closed. wrong. <laughs> yeah, that Jack Talk in the about. Box is now a Schlotsky's, which is also yeah. closed. That one shut down as well. It also of failed. Of course too. it did. Yeah, it failed. We live in a really shoddy neighborhood that can't support fast food joints. So, no, because I, look, it look, can't support no. those places. It's in a parking lot. With a uh, sprout. The listener doesn't okay. care, Casey. The listener doesn't care. And with that, I think we got we got to call it a night. Farmers fight, call it a night. Now, what? Gotta go find some food. Waterburger. We can go get taquitos. Good, good call, Brendan. All right. Well, who's? Are you picking Salude. me up? You Salude. beat the hell out of Alabama. Beat the hell out of Alabama. Horns down. Zach Calzada, goat for at least one throw at the end of the game. Party on, Zach. On a bad knee. Like no knee. No he knee. Was, he was on one leg. Peg leg. Yeah. Yeah. And an eye patch. And he got it done. And he did. Zach Calzada. Zach Cheers. Calzada. Good night, everybody. Yes. Bye, Abby.